Mr. Huff, Mr. Jeaner is ready for your interview. Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. Dazzling, dilated, display a new sound. We gon' lie on stage. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to another interview here on the SRP. Today, we're joined by special guest Wes Patterson. Wes, welcome to the podcast, my friend. How are we doing? Doing good, boys. I appreciate you guys Absolutely. having me on. Our, our pleasure. I'm a little intimidated right now. You, Wes, you look a bit like a linebacker. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't say that. You had to be pretty fast to run, be a linebacker. <laughs> I don't know, man. Things are going well down in Florida? Yeah, they're good, man. We're getting ready. Uh, we got a few long drive events coming up here in the next, like, you know, three, four weeks. So it's it's grind time. What does so the prep look like for, for long drive competitions? Like, kind of what goes into to your prep? Yeah, I mean, I, um, I'm i a little different than most of the guys out there. I, I play a lot of golf and then still play a little bit of tournament golf. So I really don't try to, like, really get into long drive mode until about five, six weeks out before, um, which, you know, due to old COVID and all that good stuff with uh, the schedule being kind of messed up, it's kind of condensed stuff. So it's actually helped me out when it comes to be able to schedule everything. So, uh, but yeah, it's six weeks out, start really getting into uh, trying to create as much mobility, um, strength and, you know, uh, I mean, actually, kind of big key is to start swinging hard. <laughs> I mean, start trying to get after it instead of trying to, you know, land a, a wedge at 10 feet. We're trying to hit it, uh, you know, 400 yards. So uh, you start just getting back into the grind mode of swinging hard and, and uh, trying to send the, uh, hit the center of the face. That's so. the key. You got to hit the center of the face. Uh, I know you're, you you grew up a baseball guy. That was your yeah. sport before, uh, before golf. Yeah. When, when was the first time you swung the sticks? No, so I actually, I mean, I, was, I played okay. golf my whole life. So, but I mean, I probably started playing when I was like two. I started, uh, always joke around, tell people uh, press is probably the first words out of my mouth or, <laughs> or two downs or something like that. And my dad was always gambling with my dad since I was probably like eight years old. Uh, but no, yeah, I played a bunch of sports, but yeah, baseball, went to college, played baseball, played a few years of pro ball, I, uh, got hurt and, and then uh, kind of started playing a bunch of golf again. And, and luckily... Didn't really want a real job, so had a couple of guys that helped me out and, and try to play professionally for a couple of years and realized, you know, 68 doesn't really get it, get it done anymore. So uh, luckily, some of my, you know, uh, my brother and one of my good friends introduced me to long drive. And did you know you always history. had speed? Like growing up, were, were you always bombing up by buddies or did, was that developed? Yeah, I mean, honestly, man, I think I was hitting it 300 oh, yards when I was 10. I still don't hit so it 300 you know, yards. I'm pretty... so upset. <laughs> Dude, with the, the, those, uh, the, the original, I mean, might have to cut this out. Callaway might kill me. But uh, the original ping driver, the, the what was the first big one? I can't remember was what it was the called. But yeah, IST I, I, or whatever. The it was like K something. Yeah, I can't it remember. Like a, a the first big shape. one. Yeah, like it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pumping that like 300 yards when I was like 10, <laughs> so or 12 or whenever it came out. So, uh, but no, that in all seriousness, man, I always knew I hit it far. I uh, hit it far. I hit it past most everybody. But you don't really know that. If, what you really got until you compete out there and get after it with the, the longest guys on uh, in the planet. So I uh, didn't know how far I could really hit it. So I, I got into the long drive game and, and realized I did hit it far. So, and now are you Callaway through the bag, even in long drive comp? Yeah. So I've been with Callaway uh, for four years now. So they're, wow. they're awesome. They're one of the few companies that's in uh, the long drive world. Hopefully a few more manufacturers will come around, but uh, Callaway has been awesome to me and, and they're a great company. 
Awesome. What, what was the first long drive event you, you entered? And, and what were the um, nerves like? Did you think you were going to do well? Or? <laughs> so actually, well, the first long drive event, world, uh, world long drive, was 2017 World Championships. Um, but I actually, it wasn't the first long drive event. I won um, the Waterloo Open in Waterloo, Iowa. There was a, there was a oh, long legendary drive. tournament, <laughs> and, that is. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... Uh, how awesome is that place? I, I never, I mean, I, I think I shot like two or three under after the first two rounds and missed the cut by like 12. I mean, this <laughs> <laughs> is unreal. Uh, but yeah, one little long drive uh, contest there that I think I, I think I banked like $200. So it was, it was nice. awesome. Um, but no, uh, for actual sore long drive, it was, it was world championships, 2017, uh, went in, kind of, I guess would be Monday qualified that they, they called uh, last chance qualifier back then. And, and I uh, really didn't know what I was doing, but started swinging hard and hoped for the best and, and ran the table pretty well. Wow. Who, wh- where'd you get yeah. the equipment? But like, what kind of driver are you using? Are you using your own driver? Uh, Does someone supply you with the long drive drivers? Like you're up there with the actually, 46 uh, incher. <laughs> that is actually a, a funny story in itself. So uh, at the time I was actually living in Houston, I was still trying to play. I was living in Houston during the winter. Um, and one of my good buddies there, Brian Delaney, he was, uh, he's now up at Davenport's country. Davenport Country Club in Quad Cities now, but he used to be a pro down Houston. He's, he builds my clubs and he, he built me a couple on drivers and I had a head, uh, old Callaway head. Um, I showed up for, you know, equipment checking and all that good stuff. And it turns out my head was actually too hot. It was, it was, uh, it was illegal. So I actually oh, had no equipment. You, you corked it. <laughs> and, it was a cork bat. <laughs> <laughs> so before I even hit my first drive, I had to find a driver. Um, uh, luckily, no way. Uh, there was um, a couple. I mean, the cool thing about the Swirl Long Drive is, is it is kind of like a fraternity. Um, and, and some couple guys chipped in, threw me a couple old heads and, and kind of put them together and, and uh, ran, ran a table. Unfortunately, the guy I beat, well, unfortunately for him, good for me, the guy I beat in the first uh, match on TV, that's top sixteen, was actually one of the guys that gave me one of the heads. <laughs> so who was it? I actually, beat him with his own driver, uh, Ryan Respect. So he'll oh, yeah. he still hates me from that day, but yeah, he no, gave he... me a club head and, and and actually beat him with it later on. <laughs> so, so the process going in, the, say say you show up three four drivers, they have to test every single driver coming in. Yeah, I mean, so everything's USGA legal. So that's a that's a big. Um, thing that people most people don't understand yeah. they all think you have illegal drivers uh it's everything is you can use on the pga tour uh, wow but yeah they check the length of the driver um they ct test um you know most events ct test um uh, it's kind of expensive to get those uh, machines but um but yeah they we had to check in every single driver they, they put a sticker on the shaft that show it's been checked in and if you hit a ball with one that doesn't have the sticker on it you're out so it's uh it's, it's pretty intense they, they, the equipment deal is it's it's pretty cool and did i read in in 2017 was it your first match was against the world number one maurice allen or was one of the first matches yeah uh-huh so the top 32 moved on to match play um and yeah and then i, I beat, beat maurice twice so uh <laughs> wow. i remember i was like yeah it was the second day or third day of, of ever being in that sport i was like oh great i get to i get to draw the best guy in the world and uh Luckily, I clipped him a couple times, so very good. <laughs> so you said you play a lot of golf too, like like you're a player yourself. You've done some mini tour stuff. Uh, have you ever taken out the long drive driver to play a <laughs> tournament or to play around? Um, not in a tournament. I've played a few rounds with it. I already don't hit my standard driver straight enough, so let alone <laughs> try to put a long driver in it. 
Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's probably not the best for me, but um, I guess, I mean, if, if I'm going to be in a rough, I might as well hit it 400 yards in a rough, not go. 350 in a rough, right? Um, no, I, I, I've done it a couple of times. We do actually do a bunch of charity events and corporate outing stuff, so I get to hit a lot of lawn drivers on, on holes for, for charity outings. But when I'm playing for a score, I don't bring it out. No doubt. And then, so burning question then. The moment I, I got you to agree to come on the pod here, I wanted to ask you, what do you feel and how do you think he's going to do when Bryson puts it up in the long drive comp? My oh, opinion, he's going to get walked. That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, no. Uh, actually, golf.com called me the other day. We did a little article asking the same question, so it's pretty tiptoe around it. Uh, Bryson, <laughs> I mean – Let's, let's be honest. He has a lot of speed. He's fast. Um, he is extremely talented. Um, I think the conditions will have to be in his favor to have a chance. I think if we're into the wind, he might be able to fly it a little better than some of the guys. Um, there's also, we're out at Vegas, so or Mesquite, and, and it's kind of a grid that if you actually hit in the middle of the grid, it doesn't roll out. But if you hit in the corners, it'll start rolling out. So he might be able to control the ball a little bit better and take advantage of the ground a little bit more than some of us. Um, but if I'm a betting man, uh, I don't think he has a chance at all. Yeah. But, um, it, it just, it's, it's just a different world, man. It's like, uh, you got guys like Kyle Berkshire and, and Borgmeyer and Justin James and, and myself, the guys are, we're all 220 miles per hour, you know, plus, and, you know, Bryson's 210. So if a car is going 220 and another car is going 210, like who's going to win? 100%. So, um, but yeah, it'll come down. I mean, a lot of it is going to be, um, you know, launch and spin. And, and there's a ton of, there's a lot of method of the madness in, in long drive. People don't, don't see and a lot of it, you know, launch conditions, all that good stuff, which he'll probably have a little bit of advantage on most of those guys there. But, you know, speed is, uh, is the name of the game and he's a little bit less in, in some of the top guys. Yeah. So. Well, well what, that's cool. Yeah. One thing with him though, is like, he's bringing eyeballs to the sport, like, especially what he's doing on tour, like kind of swinging as hard as he can looking like a lot of you guys do in competitions and stuff like that. Like it's probably a good thing to, to have him in the sport and maybe bring some eyeballs. Yeah, for sure. I mean, anytime you get some more eyeballs on anything, it's going to bring any attention. It's going to be good um hopefully the biggest thing for us is, is sponsorship dollars so maybe yeah. he'll bring a little bit more sponsorship dollars so that'd be really cool or if he wants to float it himself because he's probably made like 20 million dollars this year so that'll be all right um but yeah i mean it's it's good thing and and hopefully a few other guys will they'll take after him and 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 take the chance and and get into the sport a little bit um on their off weeks because there's a few guys on tour that could train for it like he has and, and have a chance yeah hey, who, who would you say those guys are uh, Tony Finau for sure. Uh, that guy is, he's an athlete. Um, and then, uh, probably Brandon Hagee has a chance. And then that, that new kid from South Africa, Wilco, Wilco, Wilco Nybauer, oh, gracious. That guy moves it, man. No kidding. It looks smooth too, yeah. doesn't it? Like, yeah, I watched him hit a couple balls. Um, I was at the WGC in Memphis a couple weeks ago and saw him hit a couple drivers and as you can just tell the difference, like he's, you know, he was hitting right next to Bryson too. It's like Bryson's trying to go after it and you can tell. And he's just, so yeah, it's cool. We'll see. So with your game, your distance, like you are a scramble team's dream, right? Like like how many people ask you to be on their scramble team every year? Uh, Quite a few. We (laughs) uh, we do a bunch of them. Uh, We got a a couple coming up too. Um, We just got back from LA last week. We played in the PJ means challenge and uh, shot, shot 20 under and lost. So um, 
Yeah, tough they course. Made some more putts, or they had a really good eraser. I'm not sure. Both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah, it was at uh, it was at Trump, LA. So it's pretty short, it's pretty easy, but I mean, it's tight. But if you're in the fairway, obviously, it's scramble. You'll have a lot of opportunity. Yeah. So I would never accuse anybody of doing it. I mean, but 20 under is pretty pretty steep and and to lose. How many? Yeah, how many par fives so, are there? Four on the course. There's four. We actually made two pars too. That's what's bad. <laughs> yeah, it was me, uh, Jacob Galladay, who's a, another long driver, who's a really good player, and then uh, JCO, which is a DJ out of LA. He's actually going to DJ the party tour for oh, us. Nice. And then uh, then D Train Dontrell Willis was on our team too. So um, not going to lie, Train didn't help us out very much. So, <laughs> but but he was there for team morale. But it was good. Yeah, we, we made two pars. We made three eagles, three or four eagles, something like that. So, wow. wow. Well, so and, and lost. Two, and two lost. long drive guys. So what's the order you guys are throwing third batting? Or you said uh, D D train isn't doing much for the team. So you throwing him at the back of the order, or the front. Yeah. Oh, well, at first, you know, like everybody wants to hit a tee shot and everybody wants to hit as many shots. So the guys will go first, like train and, and JCO hit first. And then by like the fourth or fifth hole, they realize it doesn't matter. So we let Jacob go hit first because he hits the ball straight as can be and hits it forever. And then he hits in the fairway. Then I swing as hard as I can. And then we're good and always move on. So we'll, we'll you know, train will save, save some pitches in his arm. And so we're good. How many did you lose by one? We lost by one. Yeah. So. I mean, they they had a guy that apparently fell like sixty two the day before. I don't know, but I feel like you need more than one. You need more than player. one player to shoot that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and some luck. Yeah, and some luck. So, yeah, make some make some putts. So, yeah. but yeah, they, they they you know it's cool. Yeah, love it. At least it wasn't for much money. <laughs> there there then there might have been a fight. So, so um, you guys are going down. Uh, you guys having a day of it too? Like you said, this PGA meme scramble. Are we getting after it that day too? It depends what your definition of getting after it means. A couple, couple <laughs> clients. Like, uh, so I'm at the. I had to take the red eye back that night. So I'm not to say stayed off the sauce a little bit. There you go. But, um, yeah. Yeah, dabble. You get some. You need some swing oil every now and then. Are, are there some long? Especially the older I get. Are there some long drive guys that like just get after it after an event? Like I feel like you guys go. Like I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, it takes me like 72 hours to recover nowadays. Oh, same with all of us. Slow down. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I would say it, it's pretty funny after a long drive event, especially if we're in a spot kind of like Vegas or Atlantic City back in the day. You see about. 26 foot five 300 pound guys walk in and drink probably about 97 beers each so <laughs> but yeah and you can win there's a we would have a hell of a drinking team also that's so. what you need you guys need to get into scramble events where it's like a minimum case that you got to finish during the round one of those if you drink a beer you get a shot or yeah, whatever or, like or it's a, just like automatic birdie. yeah as a yeah. foursome like you got to drink whatever 30 beers as a team to even qualify to win I mean, I feel like half the tour can do that one thing by That's themselves. <laughs> Especially the Canadian guys, man. Goodness gracious. Oh, yeah? Who do you know yeah. from Canada? Who are your boys from Canada? No, there's there's plenty of them. So we got Jeff Gavin. We got, well, Jeff doesn't, doesn't drink as much, but like Mitch Grassing and a couple other guys, uh, Jacob Gill. There's some, there's some good old boys from up there. They have a good time, so. Hopefully they can make it down here for some of these events. I know the, the whole situation at the border thing is pretty, yeah, pretty, crazy, it's pretty tough right now. They got some good dudes. Have you ever had? I mean, can't. Have you ever? You ever been up to Canada? Have you ever had events up here? Yeah. Right. Here? So 
I've been to uh, I've been to Toronto. Um, I've been to Belleville, where uh, Jody Jenkins, my, my agent, lives in Belleville. And I've been to the beautiful city of Thunder Bay. Oh, our third co-host. <laughs> our third co-host, Kari Rickenen, is a Thunder Bay. And, and he would just oh, love man. it if you said so that. Th- this makes yeah. it so much better. So he got called in for overtime today, Wes, and he said he, he couldn't make it. So he's from Thunder Bay, and he's been oh. dying for someone to say that he loves that someone loves Thunder Bay. And every time, uh, oh, what's your fa- what's your favorite tour spot in Canada? And he's just waiting for someone to say Thunder Bay. <laughs> That's the first time someone's ever known where Thunder Bay was. Dude, I actually so it was my baseball days when I was playing in college. I was playing in the Northwoods, and one of the teams was in Thunder Bay. So wow. We were there a couple times. Uh, since he's from there, I'll, I'll, I'll leave my, my actual truths about the city out of this. So, <laughs> awesome place. Love it. I, it's a destination. If you haven't been there, you should you take a vacation. You should take your kids there. There you go. What, uh, what position did you play in baseball? That <laughs> uh, was a corner infielder. I was a pitcher. I was a two-way guy. Oh, wow. In, in college. And then, uh, wow. then yeah, had a few injuries. So, uh, But I was definitely a better hitter than, than pitcher. Mine was through pretty hard. So, Love it. Yeah, I don't know. You got speed like you do. You got to be throwing that rock pretty good. Hey, you got to get after it, right? <laughs> there you go. Gibber, you want to get in the first uh, segment here? Yeah. All uh, right. We should. Perfect. All right, Wes, uh, this segment's called What's Your Handicap? What is your handicap? Okay, so golf's a funny game, right? Like you're on a lot of driving ranges, probably a lot of public driving ranges. You look down, you see how people are, are strolling up, what they have in their golf bag, how they carry their golf bag, what they're wearing. Before they hit a shot, you probably have a pretty good idea of how they get it around the course, right? Mm-hmm. No, easy. Okay, love it. Easy. So you can pick when I get out of the car. There you go. So we're gonna give you a couple scenarios here. We're gonna give you two each, and you gotta guess what this person's handicap is or above. So, for example, that person's a fifteen plus, and you gotta give a little reasoning to it as well. Okay. All right, give her lead it off. All right. So for, first one here, you show up to the course, you get on the first tee, you look at this guy. He's got one left-handed club in the bag, the rest righties. Depends what club the the club is left handed. Is it the putter? Six iron. Okay. It's a random club. Yeah, I'm supposed to guess if he's a plus fit or fifteen or higher. Or yeah, lower, or whatever. You could you, you set the you set the standards here. So I mean, I'm thinking uh, there's there's two scenarios there. Uh, the six iron that's left handed is in there, so he can beat like throw it at a tree and stuff. He has a bad shot, so he's probably got. I'd say he's probably around a two or a three handicap. Yeah. Wow. You think he's right. a player? Because if you have a left, so there's two things right there. So you're either using a club that you know beat the crap out of something if you hit a bad shot. So I mean, he has high standards, or he actually hits it like warming up to like make sure his body's in sequence, kind of like you know Fowler and Brooks Kepka right now. So he might know what he's doing. Now, but if you said it was a putter, then I would say he's probably a plus three because anybody that hits right hand and putts left handed, I've gotten waxed by. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! There you go, <laughs> a little switch hitter on the greens. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. I've actually never told this story, but my grandfather was a switch hitter, and he got to one point where he was struggling both ways, so he carried full sets of right and left in one golf bag, 
and there was a bit of a crowd and he went up hit his tee shot it missed it like way left right-handed went back in the bag took out the left-handed club breakfast ball missed that way left and people were looking around like what's going on here? <laughs> that's awesome yeah, that's sweet uh, that's awesome all right all right number two here uh say you're out you, this is for the times you've played in pro-amps okay you played in a few pro-amps in your day mm-hmm. uh, too many to okay. count so maybe maybe you got your uh, your driver in the bag, and maybe on hole two, one guy comes up, takes your driver out, goes, "Oh, this looks nice. Can I try this on this hole?" Oh, well, you're that's the most. Oh, that just gives me chills. That's the worst thing ever, man. And I'll, I'll give you a, so. First of all, there got to be like a, a probably a twelve to fifteen handicap at best, at best, because they have no idea. No. I mean, that's like that's like in baseball when you pick up somebody else's glove. You put your hand in and like bang it like it's just it's an unwritten rule you don't do that and 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 we get that all the time when we do all these charity outings because we sit our bag on a hole and we hit for each group and and every single group they'll go through our clubs I'm like oh you can't hit this and you're like no you can't hit this and so we, we so I actually like got an extra a uh, couple extra clubs now i put in my bag so if they want to hit it they could hit this oh they do did you ever oh, did yeah. you ever have a bad experience where you let someone hit it and they they left a little sky mark on there oh yeah i've, I've had a i've had a few gamers get a couple scratches and dents on the wrong spot and i've had a, a gamer shaft broke oh we had a we had Off a boy uh jamie sedlowski you know that name because he's in your game mm-hmm. he said uh he was playing a tournament once his caddy dropped his driver on the cart path and just like he heard it from a while away it was just dragging oh my gosh <laughs> how good is <laughs> that goodness. was he his caddy after that no i don't know i don't think he's seen him <laughs> since <laughs> no yeah there you go. all right give her number three here bud all right next one for you so you're, you're playing with this guy again never played with him before uh, you get to the first hole. He's got all the head covers off, but they're all tied together with a little clip attached to the bag. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen that before because that's a genius idea. Um, that's but definitely that's a definitely a 20 plus handicap for sure. And, no feel. And, I mean, they have no feel at all. Yeah, nothing. And to the up until last week, I had never seen it, and I saw someone. I, they had to have taken like a hole punch and like got little like uh, like metal like perforated things, put them in there <laughs> with a little carabiner and attached them to the golf bag. I couldn't believe it. Like so, they they that took them all it. off to start the day, never losing the head cover ever. Well, how hard is it to put the head cover right back on? <laughs> okay. My thought exactly. Well, you, well, you so you also know if he has his head covers off, all his you know woods and everything, then you know he's hitting a lot of three woods. So you know he's not hitting anywhere. So it's like. Easy access, bang! They're hitting driver three wood in the short par four, so yeah, and, twenty and plus handicap. No easy. cause for concern that they are just clanking on each other all day, and they got just yeah. marks all over them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, I don't know how people do it, man. I don't understand how people can do that. But that's a good idea. Maybe we should start like get our own like golf carabina thing, whatever you call them. That's it. You can patent it. <laughs> you can stop. That's it. All right. Uh, last one here from us is this person marks their golf ball with like a big line, but when they putt, they don't use the line. Oh, they're good. Cause I do that. Okay. That's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I put, I only time I ever use a line putting is if it's like a gimme, gimme, like in a tournament, and you gotta like make it. 
can't can't mess this yeah. up. But yeah, no, I I have a line on my golf balls on Mark, and I never use it, ever ever use it. Wow. So, yeah. I'm at to say if that's the case, he's definitely like a plus twenty then, because whoever's doing that, they're all <laughs> so, give so myself a little credit. When, when you're not <laughs> using it, do you use it for anything? Because I've seen people use it off the tee. No, uh, I guess it's more of a habit. I, yeah, but um, I like you just did feel like you have to do way back before the round. You felt left out. Everyone's marking their ball, and so you just throw the line. I'd be like, I got. Nah. Well, my thing is like it's, I don't know, man. I guess it's just more a habit deal. I hate like when people put dots on there because I don't know. Yeah, it's just habit. There you go. I'm about to go down like a, a rabbit hole for no reason here. It's just habit. all right. All right. Second part of the no. second part of this segment is you got to come up with one for us. So something you've seen a pro am on the driving range. Now there's ones you can't say because they're repeat offenders, such as iron head covers, ball retriever in the bag. And towel in the back nothing pocket. With, there's absolutely nothing wrong with with iron covers if you're traveling. By the way. Okay, well that's a cat. Like I will give yeah. you that. If you're traveling and you throw it in the bag, I, we're not big like show up to the range with the iron head covers. Just in my opinion, um, but yeah. I like the travel move. I actually like that. No, I mean if you're if you have your clubs in a travel bag, I, I used to use iron covers just because he's you know Cali sends me some sick stuff. I don't want to mess there him you up. Go. But. Bill Bubba Watson no, does it too. Don't, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at was it Aaron Rye? He's on tour and has really cool ones. He just got his card. Ah, uh, let's say let's let's get you let's get you guys a good one. Um, so, guy shows up to the driving range, old old like old school bag, no stand, um, no stand. Okay. One of those like, um, you know, like one of those carry. Actually, I think I have one. You know, those old old school one carry strapper. bags that have no stand. Yeah. One strapper, no, only only a driver, no more metal woods. Hits like two tee shots or hits like two balls. Just hits a driver. No, no uh, warm up with any other clubs. Goes straight to the first tee. Okay. My question is, do you gamble against that? Uh, a million percent. So, That's the answer to it. So, my question is, is there a one iron in the bag? No. Yeah. Two iron. Ooh, so there's a deuce. I will still say, yeah, in my opinion, you're gambling over after this guy. I don't think this guy gamble. Like, I think this guy may show up in a tank top. He is getting after it that round. Like, there are going to be a lot of beers consumed by this gentleman. <laughs> so you can't fit a bunch of beers in those little small bags? It doesn't bags matter. He, that's, he's that's probably like, bringing his own – like, he don't care. Like, he brings his own cooler bag. People are like, can I look in that, sir? He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm going a wildly different direction because I saw one of these guys at the club today. There is no chance that I'm I'm ever putting any money down against this guy because he's going to get to the first tee, tell me he's a five, he's going to go out there and shoot 65, and he's going to have me close out by number 11. And, yeah, that's about that, and I'd be signing away my pink slip to the car. So no chance. This so guy's a, a five. He calls himself a five, but he's a plus two. That is so – that's examples actually from true life and you almost knocked it to the team. No way. Didn't say he was a five. He said he was a seven and shot 68. So, um, this is the best round I'm having ever. I can't believe it. Yeah, you I know, can't believe this, this guy absolutely whacks me. Yeah. And, he and then like I saw him like a, a year later playing mini tours. Yeah. 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 And he gets up there, he's hitting stinger two irons and he, you know, he's, he's hitting the, Oh, I'm just gonna go with the soft cut off the tee to keep it in play. Yeah, no, I've been, I've been waxed before yeah. too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he's just hitting squeeze cuts with that driver, and then anytime else he hits a little two irons and it's absolutely crushes you. And oh, he might have been, you, you know, 
47 at the time too for sure older guy <laughs> i was just getting ready for the champions tour that's what, yeah. normally what happens just absolutely right, swing but, it so so last part of the segment here wes is one you've never talked to us uh, i don't know if we've given away any information yet but you got to look at us judging the book by its cover you got to give us a handicap tell us how we get it around the course and and what's our biggest miss all right, man. So, um, I'm gonna first off, I'm gonna say Colin's better, the better handicap. Ouch! Just I, because I he didn't play this morning, you played. You look, you look brutal today, Gibber. <laughs> but you said that I, you look like you're playing. You also said you need a client wanted you to play, so you're you're more the the I would say entertain entertainment type golfer, not not the not the grinder, because I mean. Look at it. Colin's got patience with that beard, so obviously he's you committed. Know, has patience on the golf course. So I'm gonna say Colin is a solid three, and I think you're right behind him with like a four or five. Ooh, all right. Okay, all right. I, I don't mind. I don't mind and, being pegged at that. Gibber, yeah, are you left-handed too? Because you look like a lefty. He does no, today. I wish, Do you I ever wish, get that? I wish I was a southpaw because I'd probably be way better. <laughs> You look, you look like a prototypical left-handed golfer. I don't know why, but and I was going to say you hit lefty and, and you miss as a smother hook right, and uh, but his miss it. You hit hooks. We won't give you too much information. We're going to force you to listen to a, to an episode to find out our handicaps. But Gibber is notorious for the smother hook. Nice. But I play from the other side of the ball, and it yeah. but not from the left side. Yeah. It goes left in a hurry. <laughs> Yeah, and Colin, you hit blocks. I mean, I could. 100%. I'm, I'm definitely the the small. Like, I, I don't hit it that far. Uh, Gibber, Gibber moves it. Gibber had a 127 nice. club head speed in college. Son. He had it. He can move it. He still can move it. I got a big, big ass, right? It gets, it gets the swing <laughs> speed up. We got to get you out there, man. We got to get that up to, like, 140, and you, you can come see me. Come hang out with the boys. Yeah. And then you can teach them how to drink. Oh, there yeah. you go. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> How much, like, based on your knowledge and what you've done, like, could you take someone with a, whatever, 110 mile per hour swing speed, such as myself, and how, how, uh, how much could you, could you increase my swing speed, do you think? By just giving me knowledge, information, exercises, like, what do you think? So, like, how, like, far along are you? Like, are you pretty, like, a, would that put you as, like, a really everyday golfer, or are you somebody that's just new? No, I'm an everyday golfer. somebody is new. I'm an everyday golfer. Like, not an everyday golfer, but right, I play so, a lot of golf. So I could probably, equipment-wise, uh, give you at least five or six with this probably equipment. And I'd probably get you a low 120s probably in about two months, three months. No way. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's if you you do you the gotta stuff. You got to be committed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Can I still drink? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Can I still drink? <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> absolutely. Just, they can make it a reward for you. But no, yeah, I mean, there's you can definitely make a good jump 10 to 15 miles per hour just on straight, you know, equipment issues and, and mobility work and, and realistically. I, I bet you, I mean, you say you swing 110. I bet you if you went out there and swung as hard as you could 20 times, like the 21st time, you probably swing 115. Really? Just because you just never tried to swing as extremely, extremely hard. Um, you never tried to max it out. So people self-consciously are just trying to hit it yeah, straight. It. So, you know, you're not going to swing as that hard. Like the biggest thing, you see all those, those speed sticks and those training aids and um, and like rip sticks is one of the uh, people I work with. Um, the biggest thing I see with people when they start doing speed trains, they just those things they make them swing them hard. So they just start swinging hard, and then now naturally you're gonna swing harder if you're trying to swing harder. Yeah. So it's like 
teaches you to be able to swing hard. So, uh, but yeah, I think you can gain 15 relatively easy. Now you have, we might have to come down to the States. Yeah. <laughs> so you think you can get me up into the one thirties? You're what do you have? You were 127. How long ago was college? Gibber's probably 120 now. I would say Gibber's 120. I'd say I'm about now. 120 now. Yeah, I'd say 120 okay. consistently. Okay, I mean, I would have to see a couple of golf swings, but I don't see why you couldn't add 10 miles per hour. I mean, look at Bryson. Yeah. Bryson, I mean, granted, he did too extreme, but I mean, right. he's he gained 15 20 relatively easy. I mean, I gained when I started training for it, I probably gained 12. 12, 10, yeah. Well, actually, that's probably a lot more like eight. I don't know why I lied about that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like know why I lied about the four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I was just thinking about it, like, because actually I had something pop up in my timeline the other day. It was the first time I was on a golf channel, I think my first swing was like one, 147, 218. So I'm like, all right. So, yeah, if I had gained 12 from that, that's that's not, yeah. Yeah. That's not possible. Go. Yeah, I don't swing 160 miles per hour. So when, when you're on the the golf channel, what what segment were you on? We had so the we, so the golf channel still owns our tour, the World Long Drive oh, Tour. Nice. So we were yeah we were on um you know we probably had six six or seven events on TV every year and then and then 2020 hit and COVID and they kind of shut it down. They tried to they're trying to sell it. Um so kind of limbo with that one. So. Gotcha. There we go. Didn't know if you were talking to Brandel. He's one of our favorite people. Oh, Brandel. Yeah, you huge fan. I don't know Brandel. I've never met him. So um, I will just leave no comments. There you go. You got a shambly. All right, uh, Wes, we're going to move into quick nine. We're going to do quick six today since we're missing Kari. So uh, six quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. Gibber, lead her off, buddy. All right, so hole number one here. So this is a burning question we've had on the podcast. So when you order a slice or a, a tray of pizza, are you ordering by numbers of slices or by diameter? Yeah, I was say large. Yeah, same. Who does that? Give her. Where, where do you yeah. live? <laughs> so if Kari was on, we would be in a heated debate right now. What does he but, do? Uh, he orders by diameter because he thinks the the number of slices that the pizza comes with has absolutely no relevance. This, 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 that is true. Now, if you really look look down onto, it, I guess it is diameter. So, large, about a yeah, large. That's a diameter All right. move. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, so, okay, hole number two. Um, if you had to pick one or the other, would you rather play in the Masters or win the World Long Drive? <laughs> Masters. Duh. <All> right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, I can give up a lot of stuff for that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> All right. All right. So and well, that was to win, I mean, win the world long drive though. Yeah, I mean, but if you're making the masters financially, you're made a lot more than just winning right. the world long drive. Yeah, makes so, sense. All right, that's, that's my thought process there. And uh, so, last question: I don't know if you're a Tiger fan or so. Say maybe replace you know this a Tiger with your favorite player, but uh, would you rather play one round of golf with Tiger Woods at Augusta National or with your buddies at a local municipal course, getting after with them? Gibber. Oh, these questions it's, are it's, so easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't. It's not Tiger. It's 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 not Tiger at Augusta, bro. All right, all right. You gotta play with the boys. I would rather play with the boys anytime, anytime. Now. But I said I it said, would be I tough said, to turn down Augusta. No, I'm saying playing with Tiger at a Muni with the boys. Oh, so that changes. So things. you really? Oh, okay, that. So repeat that. So you really so play? Would you rather play tig- Augusta with the boys? With Tiger? Or would you rather play okay. a local Muni with Tiger and two of your buddies? 
Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, if that's the case, probably Augusta with Tiger. Because I don't think Tiger would get after it with us. And I think it would be kind of like, you know, it would be too serious. So I think it would kind of be more like, I feel like we'd be annoying him by trying to make him, you know, pound a cup of Miller Lite. So I'll just play Augusta. I would, I would suck it up and just play Augusta yeah. with him, you know. Gosh. I had to, had to do. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to. All right, uh, number six here. Uh, what is your favorite non-golf vacation spot or one spot you want to visit that you haven't Ooh, that i haven't visited let's treat i mean i've never been to europe so i'd probably say but that'd be golf like i would want to go to scotland and play golf Ooh. um probably thunder bay Canada. wow kari rickonen is just <laughs> loving himself right now <laughs> No, I'd definitely go to Europe. I'll go like backpacking around Europe. I'd probably get tired of it in, like three days, but I think that'd be still be pretty there cool. You go. Who's uh who's number five here? Who's who's your favorite human being you've ever played golf with? Famous or not? Favorite I mean, gosh, this is pretty solid. I would say I would have to say like my dad, but that doesn't we're we're looking for better answers than that. Um probably Rick Ankiel. Okay. Rick's a member at uh, at at the Quest with me, and he's he's fun as hell because he swings like he he wears a Franklin batting glove. No way. He's on the left side. <laughs> what is and, but, and he freaking a moves it. <laughs> oh, and Rick is an 18 handicap, but he's a dangerous 18 because he'll he'll just park like seven balls OB, then he'll par the next three holes. So like that's kind of you want him on at. like a better ball. He team. stays in play. Yeah, if he stays in play, he's 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 an athlete, but. We had, we had some good times. Um, I mean, I could I could name a billion that are so funny. Like, played golf with Steve Marino the other day. That guy's awesome no way. to play with. Um, Steve's a member at the Quest too, so, so you better watch out. He just had back surgery. Dude's playing freaking Is good he? now. So he's got he's got to go back to the second stage um, in a couple of weeks. But he's 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 dialed. Starting it. Absolutely dialed. So yeah, we'll I haven't see. seen Steve around in forever. I didn't know he had a back issue. There we go. Yeah, he's well, he's. Uh, because I felt bad because Tony, when Tony Finau beat Cameron Smith the other day, they were talking about what happens to Cameron Smith because the last time that Tony Finau beat somebody in the playoff, it ruined their career. <laughs> and they're talking about Steve because Steve lost to, to him in Puerto Rico. But, I mean, Steve's made like $13 million on tour, so I think he's a hit to go. There right. you go. Burning question with Steve, has he updated the wardrobe since then? Absolutely not. <laughs> I love it. Why Absolutely would you not. at this point? <laughs> Just get no, khaki no. to death, eh? I love it. Uh, yeah, just, just, you know what? Stock standard, wake up, you know, throw on the uniform and then go. There we go. And then uh, last question here. This is one of our favorites. Zurich Classic, New Orleans, a team event. Say you had the chance to, to play in the Zurich Classic in the next coming years. Who would you pick as a partner, number one? Two-part question. So... You know, it's actually a little fun little fact. I actually caddied the no, Zurich did in not. 2015, the day, the year before it turned into a team event when Brian Stewart won it and they shorted it to 54 wow. holes. Yeah, my buddy Jordan Payne Monday'd into that one and, and I caddied for him. So that golf course sets up perfectly for me. There too. you go. So we can bomber, bomb it around. Um, can I go? I would go VJ Singh 20 years ago. VJ Singh Prime. You know, back in his prime. Yeah. I mean, that guy's because I can putt. That guy's an absolute ball striking legend. Yeah. So there you go, VJ. So you and VJ strolling up to the first hole. They have uh, intro music. What what music are you guys walking up to? 
He puts you on DJ. I dude. mean, I'm from. Oh, it's it's got to be some old school three six mafia because I'm originally from there Memphis. So got to rep the nine hundred one. So <laughs> three six. Oh, love it. There we go. <laughs> so, and, and speaking of EJ, you think you know twenty years ago you get a hold of him? You think he'd uh, be able to play his card in the long drive? Yeah, absolutely. Really? He freaking moves it. Man, he's a monster, dude. Well, and he, he's got the work ethic, but he bombed it in there too. So back in the day, and like he, like to this day, he still works out every single day. And like you, I follow him on Instagram. You see the workout he puts himself through, and he was the first to have that speed stick out there and start chasing speed on tour. I think. Yeah, man, it's crazy what he does. Like it's crazy what he can what he can do at at his age and and keep pushing it because he's so mentally strong. It's unreal. Hundred percent. That's one guy I wish I had. If I had his mental game, then I wouldn't be. I'd be playing in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Or last week. Yeah, last week. He's <laughs> the one who got me into using uh, the orange whip. And he, he used to warm mm-hmm. up hitting balls with the orange whip, if you can believe that. He I, still does, I think, I think so, too. Like, that's his warm-up routine. He just stripes balls. Yeah, he tees it up and hits it with you know, with the, with the orange whip. I think he still does I that. I tried it there the other week. Might be a 0% Not chance, a chance yeah. I make contact. <laughs> no, no chance. It's hard. Yeah, dude. You, I'm not sure if you. I think you'd make contact. You just wouldn't yeah. hit it. Solid. I made contact, but they were coming off like the toe and then the heel. Like there was, yeah. I was. You gotta believe in yourself, Gibber. I mean, come on, you man. Must have had a bad round today, Wes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what that's what I want to know. What you, you never said how you played and what you. Yeah, shot there you go. Now that. you got to state that. And Gibber. now that we're recording, I think you need to. I think you need to tell everybody. It it wasn't the finest effort today. Um, I've been. I've been tinkering with drivers, so I've been... Enough I've of the excuses, Gibber. What's the number? How'd you play? Have you heard of Callaway Epic Speed Drivers? <laughs> I know. I, well, I, unfortunately, I didn't have either Little of those plug. in the bag. Little plug. <laughs> A little plug for the boys. Yeah. No, today I was I was 77 today. It was, wasn't good. I got on... Uh, I bogeyed like four or five in a row, and I, the only two two feathers I made were on par threes today. So that, uh, you know, when I can move the ball... And I don't birdie any of the par fives. It's never lining up to be a good day. So, yeah, I mean, if you're birding a couple of par threes, and we obviously know we gotta get you a That's new driver. It. Yeah, we gotta get Gip, you I've been, off the team. Gibber's the type of person that just buys new drivers. Like it's like every month. You're just off the rack kind of guy. You're just like, you know, ooh, I'm gonna try this, and you wonder so why he you thinks, can't hit it because it has no. It doesn't so fit Wes, you at all. take this, okay? Gibber's the type of person where one <laughs> yeah. driver worked for him when he was younger. He refuses to play any other shaft than that shaft in his driver. That's who the we're dealing with right now. Evolved a little bit. No, the shaft has evolved. It's the same profile. I used the DM on a whiteboard pretty much my whole life. Yeah, uh, I was about to guess that, by the way. That's what, everybody still uses that. If they ever use that certain DM on they, they keep can, can I show? Hey, can I show you my shaft? I got it right here. I want to see what you think of it. Can I go back to changing who's a better yeah. golfer? There you go. Like, in the handicap, I'm going to say Gibber is better handicap. Yes, I like the change-up. Thank I mean, you. Anybody, anybody's that dedicated to... See, nice. What do we think of that? Uh, you can, what do we no, think of that? Okay, okay. So now that KBS makes makes a good shaft. They made a good shaft. Now, what's what what club head do you have on? Let me there? show you. Uh oh. Yuck. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure some guy said that driver sucks. So I don't know why that. <laughs> And they pay him a lot of money. To they do. That. You know what? I actually, uh, oh this year, I made a, I was on the 12th tee, I think. 
And uh, this was someone else's my buddy's driver. And uh, we switched drivers. We striped it. We made the immediate driver trade. Legendary move. I could not have been. I could not have been more wrong about who's a better. I don't know player. though. You're. I mean, if he's trading drivers on the T box. You gotta like, listen because I think you got it right. But I, I surprise people. <laughs> now, like next time I want to on the next uh, podcast, somebody can ask me like the questions we did earlier. I was like, so a guy shows up, he's hitting a tee t- ball with an orange whip, and then he hits the driver off one and it switches with his buddy. How good right. it? <laughs> He's a so at least handicap. that's at least 17 <laughs> handicap stuff. So. Oh, so, yeah, but back to support me. So now I used the Diamana, the whiteboard my whole life. Big Tiger fan had to have the same shaft as Tiger. It did fit the profile for a while. I'm in the, the Mitsubishi Tensai Pro uh, White now, the 70 gram. Um, I got standard length shaft in the, the sim. I have a the generation one sim head with the standard length shaft, and I just ordered the TSI three with one inch short because I'm trying to control it. I more. told you, it gets a lot did of drivers. Not, did did not control it anymore. It was much less. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and, and so and, and there's a kicker too, like about equipment. We're talking about speed and stuff, and and if you you would theoretically going shorter driver, you think you hit it straighter, but that actually means most likely until you get used to it, it means that your, your hands are going to be taken over a little bit quicker, which is actually gonna make it harder to hit straight. Mm-hmm. So like not necessarily length of driver is going to be able to, now you could change the profile, be a little stiffer at the tip and, and, you know, stiffer driver and that changes a little bit, but yeah. what, what you're saying is I'm I would, to fly down, down. We, we need to, you need to get, you know, get you tinkering around with me or, and you do the fit. For yeah. Me. Let's, let's, <laughs> Let's give it. A, I mean, it's give it about a month and a half when you get down here, because <clears throat> it'll be like seventy degrees and perfect or whatever that is in Celsius. I don't know what you guys so, do down there, so up I, there. But, I border. Uh, I'm, see, I'm, seventy minus. It'd be like it'd be like twenty one degrees. Yeah. Beautiful. See, day. You're better at yeah. that than me. So I, I live on the border with Buffalo. So my whole life I've only ever dealt in Fahrenheit. And when I start talking seventy degrees Fahrenheit, eighty degrees Fahrenheit, people look at me like I got four heads. I'm like, well. You know, I listen to the Buffalo News my whole life. That's the only way I know if it's warm or cold. Yeah. Yeah, you've been getting the wrong news, Gabriel. Right. Listen, listen to the Buffalo News. <laughs> but so one, keep, keeping on the equipment side, Kari's going to be disappointed. Not only does West love Thunder Bay, but we're going to talk a little equipment. What do you think of that Autoflex shaft? I haven't hit it. I've heard tremendous things about it, um, but I don't really know too much. I just know whoever hits it, and they love it, but. I'm kind of like you. I find a shaft that works for me, and I kind of stick with it. So yeah, we should ask what, what shaft is that. I got a Fuji 53K. Okay. The very the first one though, the one that uh, Cameron Champ was hitting way wow. back, and then I keep trying to get out of it. Like I have a couple of bad days, and I keep trying to get out of it. And it always it always ends up back in the bag. Old so faithful. I finally just I just gave in. Mm-hmm. So that's it. I'm the same thing with putters too. Like I I I have too many putters. I will keep switching so once i find a putter i like i gotta i gotta get rid of everything go. at least it's at least gotta be out of sight if i was is, is it an odyssey because i'm gonna take a guess at what one it is so um it actually is it's actually got a 13 club deal with oh. callaway this year Gibber, so my callaway putter all is, day. actually it's called <laughs> yeah is uh so my putter's actually is called it's crew golf so k-r-e-w a guy named nick Kiefer, who's actually a long drive guy he started his company out of chicago and it's a high-end putter, so it does a good, cool. good job with it. So check them out. Yeah, crew golf. But uh, I did have an Odyssey in the bag for like six years before that, so take a guess. My guess was the num- what, what? number seven. 
yeah, duh, obviously. <laughs> it's always a. Do I actually got one right here? Does he? Look at this. This is a one of one. That's a sweet putter. Seven. Yeah. Too long. Oh, yeah. Luke Donald action going so, on there. Yeah, this might this might be uh, this might be going in the bag soon. <laughs> I've been putting pretty bad past two days. Well, it's crazy. I got back from L.A. and and different grasses, man. Like it's it's amazing how the, what this. I I guess. You know, they're always putting on perfect surfaces no matter what kind of grass it is. So on tour, it's probably a little bit easier to putt and change back and forth. But, I mean, you start changing grasses, man. That's yeah. hard. 100%. And my theory is it's a lot easier to play on the PGA Tour for two reasons. One, you're in perfect conditions every time. And two, you're never going to lose a golf ball unless you really lose a golf ball. Because someone's always yeah. going to fall. 100%. Yeah, I don't want to – definitely don't want to knock those guys. And a lot of those guys are good friends down here. But it, it's definitely – they'll be the first one to tell you. Once It's so much easier when you play on tour. Once you go on some good golf courses. I mean, it's kind of like uh, playing mini tour golf right now. You go play, play mini tour golf and you don't know what the hell the club is going to be. It's probably short and tight. When, whenever there's a short and tight size for Harbor, uh, for Hilton Head, has ever been on a PJ Tour. Yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Same guys. Uh, I, I think that's why it gets so hard when you're, you're down the mini tours. We got, uh, you know, past guest Alvin Choi has been absolutely ripping up the, the mm-hmm. minor league tour right now. He's won like five of the last six events and how good he's playing. He's, if he could have had this heater while he was on the web.com or, uh, or the corner Perry or, or the PGA tour, like he would be set for life. And it's getting that, that yeah. hot spell at the right time. is so hard with golf. Yeah. I think Alvin's like one back right now. It's funny, Kim. So I know Alvin really nice. well. Oh, no way. So, yeah. So the, uh, he actually plays in, in one of my tournaments. So I, I'm on the board for a tournament called golf for cops. We have a pro-am every year in, in December. And hundred thousand dollar purse, so we get a bunch of PJ Tour guys out there. But Alvin plays in it. Awesome. And yeah, he's he good, good, man. Yeah, well, he's good. Crazy, crazy story, story, dude. I hope him the yeah. best. He's awesome, awesome guy. guy. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. All right, Gibber. Anything else, buddy? No, that's good. I don't want to take too much of Wes's time, and uh, we'll we'll save some for a part two in the future for sure. We don't want to take all the good stuff now. We'll get into some crazy stories mm-hmm. later. But uh, no, Wes, I want to thank you for coming on and. It's been an absolute pleasure to get, uh, get you know your side of the game and you know some of the long drive fields, but we'll save some for part two. Absolutely, boys. I appreciate it, man. Wes, Anytime. Awesome. And there you have it, everyone, for today's episode with Wes. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you did, hit that subscribe button, follow us on Instagram, share this out with a friend who you feel like would enjoy today's episode. We'll be back next week with another one. Until then, keep swinging.